You're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a Thing Park Podcast. I'm Tom and I'm by myself. I'm sorry to say. We're not doing another solo podcast this week as we did last with Josh reporting back from Drayton Manor. We have in fact recorded something for this week and it was a pretty good episode if I do say so myself. But technical gremlins have robbed us all of being able to experience this wonderful recording to its full potential and therefore made the difficult decision to lock it away in a vault and buried it at the back of the garden with all the other skeletons. And for that reason, I have rather lazily, I suppose, or had a moment of inspiration, depending on how generous you want to be, decided to dig into the Park Rush archives. Given we've been doing this for almost three years now, there's a surprising amount of stuff in there. And I thought, oh, let's let's pilfer something out of here that you may not have heard if you're a relatively recent addition to our enormous fan base. Or if, you know, even if you've been here since the start, it will have been a while since you listened to this. One of our classic episodes, one of our classic Thing Park film review episodes, to be precise, from 2019, May 2019. I'm delighted to introduce or reintroduce our review of Disney's The Country Bears. Hello there, you're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a theme park podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me during this period of deep, deep mourning is Josh. (laughs) Hello there. Hello. Hello. The exhaustion in our voice will tell you that it's time for another theme park film review. Yeah. It's not not like we've uh, done these back to back and... No, most definitely not. We no. are definitely not marathoning every theme park movie that Disney has ever made. That's definitely not what we're not doing. Not something that we're doing at all, no. No, absolutely not. Ugh. Oh, gosh. If you're new to the Park Rush podcast, welcome along. This is a theme park podcast where we like to celebrate all that is good and pure about the world of theme parks on a weekly basis. However, we have decided some time ago to start a sub-series, I suppose, of theme park film reviews where we look back on the times in which Hollywood has turned to theme parks for inspiration. Sometimes it works out, such as one of the five Pirates of the Caribbean (laughs) films. Other times it doesn't work out, like four of the five Pirates of the Caribbean films and all the other films based on theme park rides. This is our third go at this, Josh. We've done Pirates of the Caribbean, which seemed like a sensible place to start because it was good and we thought it would get us up for it. But it turns out it's all downhill from there and it's a bit of a struggle already. Yes. Episode two wasn't particularly great, The Haunted Mansion. But we may well have hit new lows with the country bears. (laughs) We're fresh. Fresh from watching this for the first time. Oh. Uh, a film that was incredibly difficult to track down, and I think with good reason. Yes. Uh, I don't doubt that there is some dark, depraved portion of the internet that preaches to anyone that will listen that the Country Bears is, you know, fantastic and all, and there's probably people out there with posters and soundtracks and vinyl, probably. Oh, you the mean Country like uh, Bears. Barry Barrington? Like Barry Barrington himself, yes. Star of the Country Bears movie. Well, look, before we get into it, what we tend to do on these theme park film reviews is first look back briefly on the attraction that has yep. inspired the uh, the film, Yes. Uh, what that attraction was all about, how it came about, 
So I've done a bit of research, as much as uh, I could do with the little energy I had left after watching the film. So The Country Bears, Josh. Yeah. Uh, it is a show, an audio animatronic show yes. at the Magic Kingdom and also at Tokyo Disneyland. It was also at Disneyland California once upon a time, but no more. It uh, was where Star Wars now stands. Is it? I believe, yes. Oh, right. Fair enough. Got ripped um, out for Star Wars, basically. So it was originally planned. This is the first I'd even heard of this. Disney's Mineral King Ski Resort in California. Walt Disney was keen to build yes, a, I've a heard about this. Disney Ski Resort. Yeah. And uh, he wanted some form of extra entertainment. And that's how the idea for the Country Bears Jamboree came about. Yeah. Apparently, he was insistent he wanted a musical show starring bears. It was something he was very into, apparently. Don't know why. Interesting chap. But anyway, while it was in development, Walt died. And not long after, the ski resort plan collapsed. Yeah. So the whole idea was... basically no money. ...was reworked, and it was brought over to the Magic Kingdom. Who knew trying to build a full-size theme park the size of Walt Disney World on Swampland would take all of the money from the Disney company? Who would who would have guessed, indeed? But it came to Magic Kingdom, where you can find it in... Is it Frontierland, I think? Or uh, was it Liberty Square? Sort of, I forget. It's, it's sort, sort of on of, the edge there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I must say... It's frontier. It's, like, it's wooded. It's like wooden Yeah, buildings. I'm pretty sure it's Frontierland. Yeah. Um, I've only done it the once. I've, I think it was a it. sort of last resort. It was raining outside kind of thing. You know, it's it kind of fills that territory for us when we go... Having watched the film... Along with like Hall of Presidents and I stuff. I would rather stand outside. In the rain. Yeah. Would you really? Yeah. Is it because now if you ever do see the show live, it will, it will just remind you of the 80... 80- nine minutes or whatever that you lost yeah. to the film. Yeah. So even if the show is good, you can't you can't forgive it no. for inspiring the monstrosity that we have just witnessed. Never. But yes, it opened in the Magic Kingdom in 71, later came to California in Tokyo, but um, is now cl- closed in California. Um, and it got a refurb at the Magic Kingdom in 2012. Uh, not to theme it to the movie. Oh. Uh, there is no Barry Barrington present. Shame. But there are a whole bunch of bears in the show. Uh, there's Henry. There's a teddy bearer. There's Liverlips McGrow. There's Ernest, uh, and plenty more. Um, There are also other animals. There's there are moose heads uh, that that talk and move as well. There's a loose one called Melvin, which is a pretty good name for a moose, I think. Yeah, Melvin. And uh, yeah, they basically entertain the audience with some country songs, and uh, it's all right. You know, there are. Uh, some pretty good animatronics on show during yeah. the during the performance, as you One of them expect. comes from the ceiling. From where? From the ceiling. Yes, on a swing. Yes. Um, uh, a very sultry bear. Yes. If I if I may say so, and one of the only women country bears that seems to be in existence, because mm. uh, one of the problems I had with the movie Josh was, especially in this era, no women. There, there was hardly any female bear representation. Yeah. There was one. One bear, and she took a damn sweet time making yeah. a. An appearance on screen. The, so, uh, the bloke I, who had the chicken thought the chicken was male mm, until like the very end. Yes. Then we t- then we found out that it was in fact. So the driver of the bear's bus yeah. had a pet chicken who came with him on tour. And the whole time he thought he was a mister. It turned out he was a miss. Yes. Right. I would I could say, well, no shit. But. Well, yes. But I, I went through a long period of the film wondering, are there any female bears? Do the bears simply sprout up from the ground? But turns oh, out, I, maybe not. Is it stalks that bring them from the sky? 
who knows? It could well be. I don't know. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, either way, there don't seem to be that many female female bears. About. No. So I don't know what. A lot, we can of, take lot of female that. humans in the film, though. Uh, yeah, more more than there were female bears, definitely. Hundred uh, percent. There was some strange tension between some of the uh, women and the and the bears. I felt, especially doing one particular dance number. But anyway, we'll get to that, Josh. We'll get to that. There's lots to talk about. <laughs> so the Country Bears film came out in 2002, I think. Yes. So it predates Pirates of the Caribbean and the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Uh, it stars. Uh, Haley Joel Osmond as Buried Barrington or yeah. Buried Barrington. The pronunciation seemed to fluctuate. So yeah, he saw bear people. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing that really freaked me out from the get go is that the bear look. I mean, it looks kind of like a, a Disney World outfit. Yeah. Just a, a bear suit. Well, from you know Disney. what that is, don't you? Because he was dead and he was reanimated. Oh right. Yeah. Well, it, I was kind of getting that vibe because he had quite human eyes. Yeah. So I was kind of getting like a Teen Wolfman vibe off of him as yes, well. Yeah, and it was really freaking me out. I didn't like it. But it, um, he lives with a human family, this young bear. <laughs> so weird, that scene. It was really bizarre. And I mean, he, well, actually, he was like asking them if he was adopted. And they're like, <laughs> no, of course not. But they're but all the, human. But his actual kid, the actual yeah, the, human the actual kid son is like... like what and like miming to him? Yeah, no, you're adopted. Yeah, and then like the he he gets, goes missing. He goes missing because called. his brother kind of tells him the truth. Yeah, he'd obviously gone through his whole sort of uh, early years as a young bear, honestly believing that he was part of the clan, and then it turns out no, actually you you're not. Yeah, you're not. And then <laughs> when the police ask, is there anything you know distinctive about him? They were like, uh. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He's a bear wearing human clothes. Um I mean the 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 issue of sort of the uh the bear human hierarchy is never really addressed. No. We're we're led to believe it would seem that just bears and humans just kind of live in harmony. There's no sort of um uh, discrimination going on, there's no uh class divide. No. It's just humans and well, bears live live among themselves quite happily, it would seem. Right. I would I would say there is a class divide there. But oh. They they live in harmony as such, but there is a class divide. If you notice, the bears were either living in the country, mm. sort of hillbilly start, or were lower paid jobs, such as working in the car wash. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, or you know, fairly low key uh, music performances at sort of sleazy bars exactly. and, and weddings. Yeah, of course. So yeah, maybe you're right. I don't think there are any bears with the big jobs in the big cities. It's a statement of our social constructs. I mean, it would have been good to explore in a sequel, but I guess we won't get it. But no. obviously, if you listen to our previous theme park film review, we pitched a surprisingly good Haunted Mansion 2. So maybe if they want to, especially in this day and age, explore the potential uh, do do a bit of social commentary yeah. with bears and humans living among Living together, I think they've set a good uh, base make, for that. So could 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 a sequel be in, be on the cards? Yeah, gritty all odds. Second film. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> get um, who's the guy that did Black Klansman? Oh, Spike Lee. Get Spike Lee to direct. <laughs> Spike Lee directs Country Bears too. <laughs> it would have to be a Disney Plus exclusive because. <laughs> He'd want it to be at least a, yeah. a, an R, I think. It's too gritty even for Disney+. Plus. <laughs> yeah. Put stick on Hulu. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, actually, I mean, worth noting that before we're introduced to 
Barry Barrington. <laughs> Barrington being the family name of the humans. <laughs> it's his adopted name, Barrington. And uh, the fact that they called him Barry. <laughs> what? Well, what is he? He's a bear. What's our name? Barrington. Okay. We'll call him Barry then. <laughs> and when the when the police ask what his name is, <laughs> like it's Barry. Well, it's spelled B A double R Y. No, no, the German spelling. <laughs> oh, gosh, people were. I mean, I people who were involved in the production of this must have been very high, and therefore having a pretty good time. So yeah. I can't really fault them. You know, they all got paid for putting this together, and presumably we were on the best drugs. Yeah, the whole time. Uh, I guess it, it doesn't really. Apart from the fact that the bears, the country bears, are still singers, mm. doesn't really bear any <laughs> oh! resemblance to the, the show as such. No, I guess not. Um, I guess not. Well, let's move on. Let's keep talking about it. I know it doesn't bear thinking about <laughs> to talk any more about this film. Um, something we should probably mention is before we're introduced to Barry Barrington, um, we get some uh, preamble, some backstory about the country bears themselves. Yeah, uh, we see them performing a gig. Yeah, uh, one of them we're led to believe invented the concept of uh, uh, stage diving. Of stage diving, yeah. which you know, fair enough, I guess. Um, um, and they were a very big deal. They yeah. were like uh, the Beatles, or you know, for our younger listeners, uh, One Direction. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, and uh, but they break up, uh, and Barry Barrington grows up a real fan of theirs. It's true. And so his renewed purpose in life when he runs away from home is to try and reunite the country bears. Yeah. Blues um, Brothers style. Blues Brothers style, absolutely. After going to the country bear, uh, what was it called? The country bear hall, was it? Country bear hall, Which yeah. was where they used to do their concerts. Yeah. He finds out that it's at risk of closure because some nasty bank guy yeah. played by um, Christopher, Christopher Walken. Who, this was uh, his first and only Disney movie until The Jungle Book, when he played King Louis. Oh, my God. Uh, the recent Jungle Book remake. Uh, what's Christopher Walken doing in here, Josh? He he was obviously short on money. Or, yeah, or just very desperate. I yeah. don't know. I mean, there's an incredible scene late in the film uh, where it turns out he... he has, it, It's shown at some point during the film that the country bears... Yeah, or, had, or had, had like a uh... members of the country bears took part in like a talent show. Yes, and one of the cont- other contestants was this kid who would perform uh, hot tunes by doing armpit farts. Yes, uh, and we later find out. And then he got really angry and started like, and he beat one of them with a chair. Yeah, like WWE style. But we later find out that the reason the bank manager Christopher Walken is so uh, intent on shutting down Country Bear Hall is because. That's the kid. Yeah. He was the armpit fart kid. And, and he does armpit and, farting. And he does more armpit farting when he... Christopher Walken. When he comes up face to face with the bears and we have the big Darth Vader style reveal of the film. <laughs> <laughs> the, the I am your father moment of country bears is when he reveals himself to the bears. I was the kid who you beat in the talent show and he starts doing a, an armpit fart song. Oh. Christopher Walken. Starts doing that. Chris... Chris, what's going on? What's happening? It's it's a, such a bizarre film. You've got uh, weird like uh, references oh. to f- and like other stars popping up. Yeah, like Elton John. Like Elton John wearing a pith helmet <laughs> while gardening, <laughs> doing gardening. And of course, one of the they're walking off the bears. Like I think that was Elton John. And one of them, no, Elton John's taller. <laughs> <laughs> 
Who else is in it? There's uh, Queen Latifah turns up. Yeah, she does like a credit. Yeah, there's a, a post credit scene which got, is so um, bizarre. Exhibit. Yeah. Um, Who else? Oh gosh, it's so weird. It's so so bizarre. So, and there's so many names. It absolutely is. But like you say, basically the core plot. Once we get down to it, of Barry Barrington trying to reunite the country bears, it is basically the Blues Brothers. Yeah. Um, or also, for uh, younger listeners, uh, the Muppet movie. Yes, I was about to say the Muppets, the Ricky Gervais one. Yes, which I thought was quite good. Yeah, it was actually. Yeah. It was good. I, I also quite like the Most Wanted one. Yeah, the, the Russian yeah. evil Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> That's also pretty good. Cormorant. Some of the bears. You know, some of these uh, names are pretty good. These maybe the one thing the film gets right. We have got Ted Bedderhead. Ted He's Bedderhead, on lead yeah. vo- lead vocals. Uh, Candy. Uh, we got Trixie Sinclair. Yeah, uh, who's played by Candy Ford. Uh, Diedrich Bader plays Dead Be- uh, Ted Bederhead. We've got uh, Fred Bederhead. He's the harmonica and bass player. Yeah, brother, I guess. Yeah, I would assume so. Um, we've got Tennessee O'Neill. He's the one-string guitar player. Um, and we've got Zeb Zuba. Zeb Zuba, plays the film. great name. That's a very good name. So there are some decent bear names to be found in this, I suppose. Um, what, what was your favourite musical performance during the film? Uh, I would say mine is uh, with Zeb Zuba, right? With his uh, Battle of Bands battle off with his fiddle. <laughs> uh, if he loses, mm. then the owner of the bar keeps the tour bus. Yeah. But if they win, then Zeb Zuba gets his debts <laughs> written off. Uh, and in the first round, Zeb Zuba, uh, his uh, fiddle is all out of tune. <laughs> oh, so uh, Zeb Zuba. So Zeb Zuba gives you a little fiddle. <laughs> Stop saying Zeb Zuba. <laughs> and then Zeb Zuba goes on to win. <laughs> allowing oh. Zeb Zuba to go free. I think my favourite one didn't even involve the bears, but there's a moment where the bears, they track down. So obviously, bit by bit, the bear yeah. band is getting back together. Yes. And they find one of the bears in like a diner. Yeah. And they're sitting down to have a meal with this bear. And they're getting served by this uh, attractive blonde waitress who recognises them as the country bears. Yeah. And um, she then says to them that she, they, uh, the bears inspired her to pursue a dream as a singer. Yes, And one of them was like, how did that work out? And the other one's like, well, what, do you think she's wearing a waitress outfit for fun or something? She just loves being just a waitress. Absolute put down there. Yeah. Um, but then she uh, proves herself by doing her own little song and dance. Yeah. I kind of appreciated it for, I mean... One of the reasons I always take the piss out of musicals is because, of course, it's just inherently ridiculous that the plot stops so that some randomer can put on a completely weird, off-the-wall music performance. Yeah. And, of course, everyone else in the vicinity just joins in and everything kind of comes to a halt while these people put on this performance. Just the idea of that happening in real life <laughs> is really bizarre. Um and I guess I kind of got those vibes off of this. So yeah. you had like diners moving chairs and tables yeah. out the way. My, my favourite part is uh, when she's talking about it and then the chef calls oh. in from the kitchen. Yeah, like, come on, sir, sing, sing a song. And starts Get whacking, to them. Whick, <laughs> starts whacking pans with spoons and stuff. It's it's really strange, I have to say. But yeah, Barry Barrington eventually not only reunites the country bears, but he also uh, reconnects with his... Uh, Human family. Yes. <laughs> who uh, They all embrace him for who he really is. Even his older brother, who previously resented him for being a bear. Well, yeah. So I guess that's the only taste of human-bear relations going sour that we yeah. really get during the film, and that eventually uh, sorts itself out. I feel like out. the son, a bit late to the party, the uh, human son, he has frosted tips. He does. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, and he has a Crash Bandicoot 
poster on yeah. his wall. I mean, this film, as we said, came out in 2002. So I feel like he is a few years short yeah. with his Crash I think Bandicoot he might have fandom. Had a Smash Mouth poster on his wall as well. That's a little bit more yeah. contemporary, but even then, maybe pushing it. Yeah. I mean, that would have been it. Would have been the year after Shrek. It's like true. The, the height of uh, yeah. of Smash Mouth. Yes. So maybe you could get away with that one, but it's. Um, Man, some of the performances in this film are crazy, but I guess the, Christopher Walken has to steal the show. The uh, head of the Barrington family, the dad. Oh, yeah. Uh, he is now, or was in a couple of the seasons of Silicon Valley. Oh, right. The more recent TV show. Yeah. Uh, he's pretty funny in that. I thought he somewhat resembled Wallace Shawn, who is best known for playing Rex uh, in but Toy Story. Best but, known for playing one of the ghosts in The Haunted Mansion. But he was Mansion. also one of the guests in Haunted Mansion, so having just not long finished watching Haunted Mansion... To then start Country Bears yeah. and think I recognised one of the actors as someone who had just been in the Haunted Mansion. I was like, did this poor guy spend two years of his life filming the Country Bears and the Haunted Mansion back to back? Oh, no. What's going on? Um, but it turns out he's not the same guy. No, so that was fine. Um, but Christopher Walken definitely had the best line. Because, of course, spoiler alert, the Bears win the day. Christopher Walken is is dragged out of the of the Country Bear Hall. Yeah. Once the bears have reclaimed it, and there's a show about to be getting started, the climactic show. Yeah. And Christopher Walken getting dragged out of the hall, screaming, "I'll get you next time, bears." Was it that, or it's not over, bears? Yeah. Or one of the one of the two. Yeah. It was very Scooby Doo. Yeah. It was one of those ones, but I feel like it was weird. Uh, in the Muppets movie, the Ricky Gervais one. Yeah. When you have the banker, I guess again. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he's trying to do a bit of a Walken impression. Do you think? Yeah. You think he watched the Country Bears as a reference yeah. point when he got the part? I think so. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, but if you ever find yourself in a role that requires to, you to watch the Country Bears as research, you've picked a bad gig. There's there's this part where he just, where Christopher Walken is sitting at his desk and just keeps up picking models of the Country Bear Hall and then smashing it with a massive weight. It is it's bizarre. So weird. So a fantastic piece of trivia I found. Uh, about Christopher Walken's performance. Oh. So he was nominated for a Golden Raspberry Award <laughs> for Worst Supporting Actor, um, but he lost. Oh, do, you want to, do you want to guess who he lost to? I'm going to I want to say uh, Adam Sandler. No. Oh. No. Funnily enough, take those initials and apply them to the character who this actor played. Uh Um, I don't know. You're going to have to tell me. It's Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker in Attack of the Clones. (laughs) So um, Christopher Walken was, uh, you know, hatred of sand away from claiming that (laughs) award that year. Wow. Um, Safe to say that the Country Bears didn't go down well (laughs) at the time. Weird. It had a budget of $35 million. Now, that doesn't sound like like loads of money when you when you think about the kind of budgets that a lot of films these days have. However, as of recording, and again, I'm not sure why we're doing this, but we're about to go and watch the latest instalment yeah. in the uh, esteemed Conjuring universe. Conjuring universe of movies. This one being the case of La 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 something. Yeah. Uh, the case of La La Land is my favourite. Case of La 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 Rumba. <laughs> That has a budget of $9 million, did you say? Yes. And it's already recouped it, and it's only been open for about a day. Yeah, it came and out yesterday as, as of recording. We uh, In America only. The Country Bears took $18 million. So it, it was a quite the loss that you it could, took there. You could film three and a half uh, The Conjuring films. <laughs> for the price of one Country Bears. 
I imagine it was the bear suits that were, were the were the issue. So they were Jim yeah. Henson, apparently. I, yes, I, they looked the Jim like Jim Henson Company. I don't think they were men in suits, but that's the vibe I got. But I think maybe. Do you think they were men in suits, or do you think they were sort of puppet things? Or I would one hundred percent say they were men in suits. Men in suits, yeah. But the mouths obviously moved, and they yes. blinked and stuff. I would say the eyes and the are controlled by mm. uh, potentially someone else, right? But the arms and leg movement was definitely very like there's a human in in the suit yeah. rather than. I I found the whole thing very disturbing. There's one scene in particular where there's a bear giving a counselling session to uh, a couple yeah. who are seemingly on the brink of divorce. Yes. And uh, the bear, giving the counselling session at some point, is reminded of a previous relationship that he with obviously Trixie. had with Trixie. And he has a picture of them yep. on his desk. And yep. he has a breakdown, makes the human couple feel a lot better about themselves, yeah. and they leave. Meanwhile, we just get to see the bear having a very um, emotional breakdown. Big and it's breakdown. kind of disturbing. And like when he cries, he like proper bears his teeth. Yeah, and it's really terrifying. Yeah. Like he's about to eat someone. <laughs> I was not a fan. Oh. I think this film was a you, but if that scene had gone on a little longer, I'd have been pushing for a 12A minimum, personally. Um, so not only did it do terribly at the box office, it also uh, didn't do very well critically. And my favourite review quote, I had a quick look at Rotten Tomatoes where it has 30%, which seems a little high to me. Yeah. Uh, that's higher so- than The Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Which maybe seems harsh. Although, I don't know. I It's not... I'm starting to wonder, because this film was... Like, it was really bad. But I can't deny I was quite entertained at parts because it was so goddamn bizarre. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and trippy and strange and and just... Oh, yeah. I, you run out of words, eventually, to to describe how you feel about it. But there was something to it. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, Don't but, watch it. No, probably not. Unless you're very high or drunk. Yeah. Um, then maybe there, there's some fun to be had. But as I was, my, my favourite quote here comes from Sean, o, Sean O'Connell, who says, Country Bears is bad. Not terrible filmmaking bad, but more like, I once had a nightmare like this, and now it's coming true bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that, this film is probably nightmare fuel for, uh, I think, sensitive children. That bear breakdown scene we just mentioned, yeah. if you thrust that into a child's face and forced him to watch it at full volume on a loop for about 10 yeah. minutes, yeah. I'd probably have a breakdown. I mean, uh, as we mentioned, uh, The Conjuring Universe, I've been watching them recently, uh, some of them late at night. And uh, they're not as scary as not this. Not as scary as this. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my word. So, I guess... The only really remaining question I have, what do you think was going through people's heads when this got commissioned? Um, uh, They clearly had the idea that they wanted to make films off of the rides. Yeah. Like Pirates, uh, Haunted Mansion. They wanted to make a family Blues Brothers, I guess. I guess. Very kid-friendly Blues Uh, Brothers. And this is their first attempt, uh, I guess, People like musicals. Mm. No. I I would have watched a um, Hannah Montana Country Bears. um, Um, No. Crossover. No. Crossover event of the the decade. That would have been. Because Hannah Montana movie came out in 2009. Yeah. And that show started, I guess, a couple of years before. So they could have made a a Country Bears 2 
starring Hannah Montana. Oh, no. You know, they're all, you know, country singers. Could have had a... Could have been perfect for each other. Hannah Montana, as she was known at the time, Mm. now Miley Cyrus, obviously. Indeed. Uh, At the time, she uh, had the best of both worlds. She did. Uh, I wouldn't want her... I wouldn't wish the country bears on her. No, that's fair. Uh, I feel like that's a bit harsh. Yeah. Country Bears available to buy now on DVD. <laughs> but don't. You can also find a soundtrack. Don't do that either. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, if you um, want to waste your money, email podcast at parkrush.com and I'll tell you how to send it to us. I think I think that's as this has been quite a short episode. Oh. Our shortest so far, but I'm really struggling to well, the the think thing like because it's not a to say about proper ride mess. as such. It's you can't. It's not the comparison isn't really there. Well, that's the thing. There's really nothing going for it because even the even the bears that are in the goddamn show are not the same bears that are in the movie. So if you go on, if I just go through here, I've got the characters from the Country Bear Jamboree, right? Which is the show at the theme parks. Some of the bears here, we've got Henry. Liverlips McGraw, Wendell, Teddy Bear, I said some of these earlier, Ernest, Terence, Trixie, uh, Big Al. Trixie is... Trixie's uh, in it, is she? Yeah. Okay, but a lot of these are not. Um, Trixie's the only one that... Uh, Tennessee, Fred. Uh, we've got Zeb, actually, but he's not called Zuber. He's, he's just Zeb. So maybe there's a little bit more Maybe they've Well, Tennessee, Tennessee is the one that cries. Right. So maybe they're there, they're just... I don't know, there's just a bigger ensemble in the Jamboree than there is in the film. Yeah, I think that's probably the case. That probably is the case. Oh, just a point of uh, correction, Josh, oh. on something we said earlier. Country Bears Jamboree has actually been gone far longer than we thought at Disneyland. Uh, it's not Star Wars that replaced it. It was, in fact, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh oh, replaced the Country okay. Bear Playhouse in 2003. Oh, I'll tell you what's got... So the film <laughs> the film came yeah. out a year before and they shut the show oh. at the main Disneyland park a year later. Hit it and quit it, boys. Indeed. Indeed. Oh, goodness gracious yeah. me. I think that'll do it. I think that will do it. I can't really think of anything else to say about this. It's uh, a distressing instalment in the uh, Maybe Disney Maybe we'll, we'll watch it again in a couple of years. Filmography. Watch it again in a couple of years. Yeah, with uh, way more alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. A, maybe we'll have a different take. Perhaps we will. But until then, we can only speculate. Uh, thanks very much for listening. I apologise profusely <laughs> for uh, making you aware of the existence of this film because you may not even have been aware that it existed before now. You can uh, keep up to date with us on Instagram. It's Park Rush Podcast during the week. You can also email us, as we said, it's podcast at parkrush.com. If there are any theme park movies that you'd like us to watch that we... Um, haven't covered so far, so that's Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion, and now Country Bears. Uh, coming up in the next couple of months, we're going to do one of these a month until we're all done with them. Uh, we've got the Twilight Zone coming up, we've got Tomorrowland coming up, yep. and we might have Mission to Mars coming yeah. up, which we've only recently become aware of ourselves, so a little bit of research will be required there. Um, if you've enjoyed the show and you aren't already, please subscribe on your preferred podcasting app, or you can find us at uh, parkrush.com yeah thanks very much for listening until next time and next month for the next theme park film review next week for the next episode of the parkrush podcast thanks very much take it easy bye bye